0: as good as my first model. I missed my first mom. But this is still a good mom. Sometimes you just have to take what life gives you. Because life is like a And Sometimes life gets full of dirt, crud. Dog and Pony Show rolling here. Let me get the, un, the other recorder on pause. All right, what's what's up? What's up? What's up? So that was a, a hoot, nanny of a soundbite. I know on the video I'm extremely in the dark here, but I'm here. Uh, that was so funny. Uh, one of the most underrated cult classic comedic movies, if you just are bored and want to sit back and laugh is uh, a movie called UHF starring Weird Al Yankovic and Victoria Paris in the roles they were born to play. Also a young Michael Richards I do believe Pre-Kramer from Seinfeld era. Uh, I think this came out in, I know it came out in 1989. I don't think Seinfeld was out for a few years after that. But uh, that little motivational speech from the television station janitor and how life is like a mop. To hell with Forrest Gump and his box of chocolates. Life is really like a mop, and uh, man, let me sit here and hit y'all up. Welcome to another panic attack with Big John. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. That's the handle. Uh, you know what format you're listening on? Either Rumble. Or anchor.fm or Spotify or dozens of other podcast platforms and speaking of panic attacks ladies and germs ladies and gents players and pimps listen so as I've mentioned uh, my do- my puppy my dog my baby died two weeks to the day um, And I got the dog to the chagrin of my mother who owns half of my house. Uh, And we, anyhow, she didn't like the dog. But I had a doctor's note that having a dog would cure my anxiety or help my anxiety. And these last two weeks, I've had more many panic attacks than I have, uh, in a long, long time. And, uh, I swear I I feel depressed. I feel guilty as hell, uh, over this dog dying. And, uh, I don't know. Life lesson learned, I guess. Um, you know, animals and pets really are our best friends, uh, But anyways, that's not what I'm podcasting, broadcasting about. Um, I just find some things in life humorous from time to time. And uh, by the way, tonight's little ditty here is going to be filled with uh, sound bites from this movie UHF with uh, Weird Al Yankovic. That beeping noise is me cranking the volume up on my TV. Because I'm going to play another one, and then I'm going to break and do a commercial so I can get paid for this shit. And then uh, I'll come back. Because something, just a little a little under Big John's nerves tonight with the local tickens in Columbiana County, Ohio. At Columbiana County, Ohio. Oh. OHIO and uh, hand hand cock count Hancock County pardon me I I start thinking about fantasies gentlemen's club and hand and cock just come to my head but it's actually called Hancock County wouldn't say that I ever took a friend there to uh, divulge in the debauchery of sin and prostitution Uh, while I sat in the parking lot waiting on his ass uh, for an hour after the place officially closed. But I will say I used to take a friend there to participate in the debauchery of prostitution, and uh, I would sit in the parking lot and wait for him uh, for an hour after the place allegedly closed. Uh, Also, another friend of mine on his... Ba- at his bachelor party told me man this has to be in the most Hancock County where the uh, world infamous brothel drug den itself Mountaineer Casino as well as uh, Fantasies Gentleman's Club are located uh, he told me man this has to be the most corrupt place in America because You can take one of those girls into those back rooms and give them a couple hundred bucks and they'll let you do whatever you want. Now, that was a while ago with the price of inflation. My buddy told me he was paying 400 bucks a pop, but uh, whatever, you know. Well, I think he had to rent the room for a couple hundred dollars and then pay the girl a couple hundred. Or maybe all 400 went to her. I don't know. I'm just saying. Everybody knows what goes on. Now it's back to Columbiana County. Columbiana County, ta, ta, ti, ti, ta. Um, there's a, a new uh, emphasis on prosecuting or going after back child support. That's fine. That's, you know, you break the law. You, you have to, you know answer for that I Know of some people who broke laws. I Spoke to the very same prosecutor and he said well, you know uh, The Sheriff's Department Columbia County Sheriff's Department that was investigating that uh, breaking of the law Had to present it to our office to go to the grand jury and blah 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 and as far as I know, it never made it to my office. Uh, that happened before I was prosecutor. It happened under the old prosecutor, Bob Crooked Liar Harris, Heron. Uh, I can't prove that he was crooked, pardon me, Bob Heron, but you are a liar because you and Ray Stone lied to me in an after hours meeting in your office. Anyhow, that brings me to the county commissioners. One of them told me a fairy tale fib lie that the person that myself, five other council members, and a large portion of the decent people in my town, they all wanted this one fella to be sh- uh, police chief. And the c- one commissioner, some other people in Lisbon, Ohio, sheriff, Uh, former sheriff, and, well, current sheriff also, Uh, but he didn't speak to me, so I can't say that for sure he wanted this gentleman from, uh, former retired policeman from Georgia to be the chief in Wellsville. But the former prosecutor, the former sheriff, and a, a county commissioner wanted so badly that uh, this man from Georgia, he's uh, deceased. They, the county commissioner f- friend of mine told me, lied to me, said that he knew for show sure, for sure, that uh, the person I wanted to support for police chief, who eight years later is the current police chief, uh, he, the current chief, was going to be indicted within six months. Now let me, I got kind of fast and ahead of myself there. Eight years or so have passed since I was told within six months that police chief, who was a police lieutenant back then, uh, was going to be arrested, indicted, pardon me, indicted, then when those, you know, several years worth of 6-month periods went by, or maybe it was only a year worth of 6 months, maybe it was 2 years worth of 6-month time frames had passed, then there was a new mayor elected with great help from myself. I was reelected and it became abundant that this gentleman that Liz, we'll just call the uh, powers that be in Columbiana County, Lisbon, okay? So Lisbon will be the broad term. Lisbon, the guy Lisbon did not want to be police chief. Democrats, Republicans, county prosecutor, sheriff, county commissioner did not want to be police chief. Then the drug indictment lie had died it, it they just couldn't they couldn't lie to me on that one no more it, it kind of played itself out well then it's gonna be he's gonna be indicted for moiter he's going to be indicted for murder still has not happened the six months have gone by I said well you know these two uh, prominent attorney uh, attorney brothers in town They're going to, they're, you know, supporting this man for police chief, who's currently the chief. Uh, How come you guys don't talk to them like this? Why don't you tell them that he's going to be indicted? Uh, Well, uh, you know, a month from now, the police lieutenant's going to do something that's going to shut them up. Oh, snap, shit. I am really laying it out, laying it all on the line here don't really care. Because in around about a year, I'm fucking retired from politics. And then you're going to learn some real shit. You know, in uh, Back to the Future, when uh, Doc tells Marty McFly, when this baby hits 88 miles an hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Wait a, wait a while. Unless I'm running for Mayor of Wellsville in a year. In which case, I'm bringing hell with me, because all the the lies, the dirty little secrets are going to come. What's been done in the dark, like I'm sitting in this darkened corner right now, yeah, all that was done in the dark will be brought to the light. Let's hear another soundbite from this, one of my favorite movies of all time. Lesbian Nazi hookers abducted by UFOs and forced into weight loss programs. All this week. (laughs) On town talk. <laughs> So I'm going to take a commercial break on the podcast. I'm going to pause the video recording. I'm going to watch the rest of my movie while I gather some thoughts and jot down some notes. God bless you guys. It's Panic Attack with Big John. Do the like, share, and subscribe. And then... When we return, you're going to see some serious shit. La-da-dee, la-da-da. Alright, we'll get started here in a minute. All right, well that was a nice four and a half minute song. The, uh, well, let's pause that or, yay, I can rewind now. Oh, spoke too soon. Shit. All right, I'm gonna have to go backwards in 10 second intervals. I don't know. So what's up? Welcome back to Panic Attack with Big John uh i had to jot some notes down there because or down cuz i noticed i was off on a tirade a rant and a rave and a a hoot nanny there got uh worked it up all right you know what? there's a there's a better way to rewind that movie um all right it's saved under your movies so this is where i was going um i want to find something here maybe see people lie to me and they say stuff to me that they wouldn't say to other people and that there are two levels to that one a lot of people trust me because I'm honest, I don't flat my jowls, um, and, and such on and so forth. Now the other thing is, people will say, oh this looks like an interesting video. Uh, people will say derogatory, um, pardon me, almost things to me. Because I won't fight back and I won't stick up for myself uh, many, many, much of the times. Uh, so there's a couple of things there. Um, let me unpack some of what I was just uh, screaming and carrying on about, though. I need a new garbage bag. Um, See, so keep. This is why. I don't know about where you're from, but people in Ohio, we keep plastic bags full of plastic bags. You know, you go to the grocery store or any store, and they give you a a plastic bag to take your shit home with you in, right? Because you can't just carry armloads of poop around out of the store. You gotta have a, you gotta put your shit in a plastic bag and carry it home. So, anyways getting slap-happy. 46 years old tomorrow, or whenever you're watching this video. Probably by the time you watch this video, uh, another year will have passed. Sorry, I'm way off track. Another year will have passed since August 15th, 1976, when my uh, late, my dear, sweet, late Aunt Mary Lou drove a young, Mary Ann Morrow to East Liverpool City Hospital. My grandfather walked out of his job at Crucible Steel to join my mother at the hospital and said that he would treat me like I was his own. And uh, then my mom was given medication and she squirted me out. So it's a lovely way of describing it, uh, but yep, 46. Having a a, a biggity ball other than uh, missing my dog. So here's a little weird out did a, a song about Biden and Trump. I did not know this. So in our weird out themed show, while I light my cigar and uh, then probably give myself a stroke carrying on, Uh, let's listen to this, laugh a lot, and then I'll explain what I was on a, a tizzy fit about a minute ago. took and spliced up sound clips from Biden and Trump. (laughs) The hell is the name of that video? We're all doomed hyphen Trump versus Biden featuring Weird Al Yankovic. I tell you, this guy never loses his touch. Weird Al Yankovic for as long as I can remember back in the 1980s and I do believe he got uh I think he started in the late late 70s like 1979 on the Doctor Demento radio show and uh I think his first somewhat hit song was Another One Rides the Bus anyhow this guy he never 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 fails, never ceases to make people laugh. And bless his little heart for that. We've got to be sixty years old by now. If he was at a college radio station in nineteen seventy nine, and this is twenty twenty two, he would have been eighteen in nineteen seventy nine. So I don't know how would that make them, but it makes them old eighteen years older than me, more than eighteen years older than me, whatever I don't know less than eighteen years older than me. not good at math so here's this article on my timeline on Facebook about child support enforcement in my county, and I'll read some bits and pieces um from it later. But here's why I was all on a, a tizzy about corruption and what laws are enforced and which ones are not. So I talked to my current county prosecutor, I don't know if it was six months ago or a year ago or when the fuck it was. It, it had to have been a year ago. Um, so it was a few months after the mayor and my former, the late mayor, my friend Nancy died in office, not in office, she died in a hospital, but while she was serving as mayor, Um, I talked to him about a village councilman who we fired for malfeasance, Uh, (laughs) we'll just say he was in possession of a village chainsaw a paint sprayer worth $8,000, a generator I don't know the value of, much other village equipment, used village water to fill his hot tub, made allegedly, this is all alleged because it was never prosecuted, uh, allegedly would make out pay orders for things he needed around the house, and then when they arrived at Village Hall, he would take them home with him. Uh, And this is when he was a village employee. So we voted to fire him. I made the motion to follow the mayor's recommendation to terminate for malfeasance. I was told by the current county prosecutor... I want to say, and I quote, but maybe this isn't word for word, so I'll say, paraphrasing. He told me, I have more important things than stolen weed-whackers, like murder, to worry about. I agree, murder is much more important than a stolen weed-eater or weed-whacker. But a chainsaw? worth a few thousand dollars five pa- multiple five pound uh, coils or uh, well five pounds worth of weed eater string at a time an eight, thousand dollar industrial grade paint sprayer well commercial grade. A generator. Many other things. Now, stealing is stealing. The law is the law. Now, the prosecutor's uh, reasoning was, you know, this happened before I was prosecutor. I haven't seen anything in my office or heard anything other than, you know, some rumors and this and that. Uh, Every time people talk about bad things taking place in Wellsville, he told me this person's name comes up. I was told by a current village councilwoman that the ex-wife, who was the main witness to all of this theft in office... uh, was not real reliable. I don't even want to say that much, but I just did. Uh, well, no, the prosecutor said that the ex wife maybe had a vendetta and this and that. But the moral to the story was the sheriff's office never sent it to the prosecutor for uh, to be taken to a grand jury. Uh, a current councilwoman who, <laughs> I don't know, uh, she told me, you know, this didn't get prosecuted because there was there were a lot of holes in the stories, it was going to be hard to prove a lot of these things, uh, because no, it was going to be hard to prove a lot of these things, and that th- they chose not to prosecute it. Now, I don't know if that means that the former mayor told the sheriff's department or whoever, well, let's let's just give up. Uh, that was how I interpreted it. I don't know if that meant that the sheriff's department just chose not to prosecute it. I don't know. Uh... I didn't relent with the prosecutor, the current prosecutor who is my friend, uh, in this, though. And he said, well, you should check with the chief deputy and see if it's a, an open or closed case. If it's closed, you can get a redacted copy of the file and see what went on. I've never done that, so whatever let me tell you a little deeper about some things I was just carrying on about I was told by a former sheriff former the the previous county prosecutor and a current county commissioner that their hand picked guy was the best person to be police chief in my town and The commissioner told me starting, let me look this up here, starting back. Starting back in 2014, sometime after May 8th, 2014, I can narrow that down to that time frame because that's when the chief who was my friend passed away. And the people of our town, as well as three other council members and myself <coughs> wanted the police lieutenant to be bumped up into the chief's role. Now, the mayor at that time didn't want the lieutenant to be the chief. This commissioner told me starting after May 8, 2014, and he told me this every time I saw him, Six months from now, starting May 8th, 2014, that the police lieutenant would be indicted for drugs. It never happened. He even told the county party chairman that he knew people that were experts on drugs and that this police lieutenant would be indicted in six months. It is now 2022, the year of our Lord. Eight years' worth of six-month time frames have passed, and the lieutenant is now the chief, has never been indicted. Now, after two years of the lies about the drug indictment that never happened, the commish starts saying, well, the police lieutenant before the new mayor, who I was very helpful in getting elected, before she appoints the lieutenant chief, he's going to be indicted for murder. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when we lie. He was never indicted for murder either, by the way. In fact. I would say the majority of the people in this community that have lived there, lived here their whole lives wanted this lieutenant to be chief. He is. I prayed on it. The Lord sent a former police officer, very old, older man, but very wise, very good man, to tell me who should be chief. Now, anyways. The only person that has been indicted and convicted since May 8, 2014 is the wife of the homeboy, the buddy of the former sheriff and prosecutor and current commissioner. She stole over $36,000 from a local social club. And if you're dumb enough to think that the husband wasn't in on it in some way, I think a turnip truck just drove by and you fell off of it. So, that's my little riggedy rant and rav about... That's why I was ranting and raving about police chiefs and lieutenants and prosecutors, and commissioners, and sheriffs, and blah, blah, woof, woof, to kind of slow things down, because all this, it's in my head, and it has to come out quick, or else I'll totally forget. So I had to make some bullet points there to make things a lot more sensible for you gentle folk. But this is the article that got it all revved up. Got me revved up. Got me fired up. Now, child support collection is very important, I guess. Um, <laughs> the article starts out child support deadbeats, beware. Our matey, it's time to pay up. It's time to pay a Rowdy Rowdy the Piper. Oh, what? No, 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 no. So it says, Child support deadbeats, beware. It's time to pay up. The prosecutor's office, which represents child's, the Child Support Enforcement Agency, or CSEA for short. is establishing child support orders and enforcing the established orders in court. Ooh, whoa. My, how the plot thickens. So, in a small county, Columbiana County, Ohio, there are 8,650 cases being monitored oh pardon me that's an approximated number by the way 8,650 being monitored by CSEA there is currently this is fucking astonishing to me currently 48 million dollars worth of past due Unpaid support owed in this county. Man, a lot of baby mamas and baby daddies out there ain't pay, taking care of their babies. So, here's what the prosecutor had to say In my opinion, this was unacceptable. A lot of other crimes are unacceptable too. Murder. You were right about that one. Theft in office? That's unacceptable. But if the sheriff's department or whoever powers it be decide not to send it to the former prosecutor for, uh, for indictment or to the grand jury or however it works. Anyways, let's read on. We have not only a court order being disobeyed, but we have children in the county not being supported, not getting resources they need to grow and succeed. Yeah. Yeah, I had to fill out snitch papers and rat out some people to the Ohio Auditor's Office, just things that I saw while I was on council that I thought were suspicious suspicious pardon me the company working for the state prosecutor or state uh, state auditors took my little stories I had about 10 of them to the uh, parties I was accusing of many things uh, and said well this is what John said about you what do you have to say for yourself oh well blah blah woof woof and I asked these uh, auditors well whatever happened to that list that I was asked to make of you know the things I saw that were uh, shady or corrupt or maybe even illegal in my, my layman's opinion and the daughter of the, it was a family owned business that was doing our audit, authorized by the state, and were real state auditors. Uh, She said, well, we showed them that, that list and they had a story for each thing, and I'm like, they had a story for each thing, and that's all the further it went? I followed up with a friend of mine. He said that he talked to the investigators at the state auditor's office, and their excuse was, well, this is hearsay, and a lot of this could be followed up with, or could be resolved with oversight. Well, potential crimes have already been committed. Oversight in the future doesn't matter. And oversight would mean myself or somebody honest sitting in the village fiscal office constantly, all day, from 9 to 5, 8 to 4, whatever the office hours were, and keeping one councilman from walking in saying, I ordered such and such to provide this service to do this job, so make out a check and give it to me, I'm going to take it to them. And then I, as the only decent person that could provide the oversight at the time, would have to fight tooth and nail and say, wait, you can't just order this work to be done and come in and demand a check. Now, luckily, I helped get a mayor elected who appointed a good fiscal clerk Or, fiscal officer, excuse me, did a Lobato Auroric there. You see his latest video? 500 feet away. Never mind. Um, Actually, it was 500 yards away. So, anyhow, I would have to sit there and fight with these people. That would have been the oversight. All right. Let's look on to this article from the uh, CSEA and County Prosecutor, Columbiana County, Ohio. By the way, is where I live. Uh, forty, they presented forty felony cases of delinquent support that totaled two million dollars. Well, that's pretty nice. One person owed one hundred and sixty grand. Only a handful of cases were pursued, for example, since 2014. Huh. Wait, let's go up here. I skipped a bunch of stuff. President Bill Clinton, who probably has some children to support other than Chelsea, but we don't know. Uh, President Bill Clinton... Designate August as Child Support Awareness Month in 1995 to highlight the significance of child support in the development of a child. Why not, um, I don't know, encourage people to be responsible and Not just have wild sex whenever they feel like it and maybe like be in love or be married before you start monkey humping. Makes sense to me. Uh, Anyhow, the County Commissioners, I think this was recently, not 1995, the County Commissioners approved a resolution last week so that would have been uh, the first week of August, 2022. Last week, declaring August as Child Support Awareness Month. Isn't that special? How, when is not lying to me about who's going to be indicted for drugs and murder? What, when, when are we going to make an Awareness Month of that? When are we going to make an awareness that you shouldn't steal from the village that you work for so you can go to jail instead of running for council, and then maybe running for mayor next year? And then the thievery will really fucking begin. I don't know. You know, kind of like Cousin Eddie when they found out his daughter's eyes weren't crossed anymore. Falls in a well, eyes go cross, gets kicked by a mule, eyes go, eyes go straight again. I don't know. That's how I feel about these people sometimes. I'd say they were derelicts, but they'll be an insult to derelicts. So, let me unrattle off about some other things. Hancock County, West Virginia. Several years, and this, is all, this has been a well-known thing for a long time. <sighs> Pardon me. Uh, there was the, if you can call it upscale, the slightly nicer gentlemen's club, strip club, whatever. Uh, Tiffany's, or back in the day, it was the Foxy Philly. Um, and it was a well-known f- secret that, you know, there was like a menu. If you wanted this, it cost that much. If you wanted that sexual favor, it cost this much. It's a well-known f- f- fact. A friend of mine clued me in and said, man, that's got to be the most corrupt place on earth. He said, you guys have the best strip clubs of anywhere. I'm like, dude, that little hellhole? What are you talking about? And he's like, man, dude. I was there. yeah, you know, I knew he was there on his... Uh, bachelor party. Excuse me. Um, but I couldn't go because I, I screwed up. And I somehow had to work that weekend. So... Oh, I know what I did. I put in for overtime that weekend on third shift. So anyhow, anyhow, back to the point at hand. So we went, they went there. My buddy's like, man, I've been to Russian strip clubs. I've been to every strip club in Northeast Ohio. I was like, yeah, I know, dude, I was there with you in college. Never claimed to be a saint, but I'm not. The kind of John that picks up prostitutes, I tell you that. In fact, for a long time, I wouldn't even do lap dances and stuff in strip clubs. I'd like, no, I'll throw a dollar bill at you. That's it. I, ain't, I, You ain't touching me. Sorry. So anyways, my buddy, he said, this is the most corrupt place on earth because you take one of those girls in that back room and they'll let you do whatever you want for a couple hundred bucks. Now, the nicer so-called gentlemen's club, which was Christie's or Tiffany's or the Foxy Philly, whatever, uh, it closed down because somebody got shot in the parking lot, and the uh, crooked commissioners in the area, I don't know if they're crooked, I mean, they didn't let the strip club reopened after somebody gets shot in the parking lot and uh the uh fantasies their owner also owned a a bar where they allowed naked bartenders not strippers but just you go in there and the girls are behind the bar butt naked uh they took away his nudity permit or something so now there's just the, the brothel known as Fantasies, and it's also a place where drugs are exchanged freely. Not freely, I mean, the, I guess the girls pay one another and the drug dealers. Um, and a caddy corner across the street is the Mountaineer Casino, Racino, Racetrack, Concert Hall, uh, Buffet. And whorehouse drug haven. Uh, I worked there for a week. I'll be honest. I was too fat and too slow to do the job uh, of uh, emptying the slot the slot machines and uh, counting the money. It was the wasn't the counting part I had trouble with. It was moving fast enough to empty the slots in the allotted amount of time. And they couldn't find a uniform that fit my fat ass, and it was embarrassing, so I just stopped showing up. But people in there would openly talk about, oh yeah, about 3, 4 a.m., the the prostitutes start rolling in. Um, and this was 3, 4 a.m., that's about time the Fantasies Gentleman's Club closes, So, two plus two adds up to foe. But, the moral of the story is, these people are picking and choosing what crimes to prosecute. They're also lying about good, honest law enforcement officers saying that they're going to be indicted for everything from drugs to murder. And I was caught up in all the in the middle of this—not the the prostitution and the fantasies shit—but um, look, I know for a fact, I sat in my car. A friend of mine paid me to be his designated driver, and he was going in there and outright telling me, "Look, man, I've had a bad week. I gotta blow off some steam. I'm gonna take." Money out of the bank, and the lights would go out. Him and you know one of the girls would be in the back room uh, doing their thing, and it, the club closed at three, and it would be four a.m. before he'd come out. Matches up with the story that my buddy told me about his honeymoon, so. How do do they choose what clubs, what racetracks, what gambling resorts to allow to break the law and which ones not to? As far as the commissioner, the former sheriff, and the former prosecutor go, I don't know why they were so hot and bothered to not let the police lieutenant be chief. They believe their own lies, I guess. They made some uh, outda- outstanding claims to me. Uh, the at least the prosecutor and the commissioner, um, the sheriff. He just kind of said, "Well, you know, if this if this guy over here is hard working, but he sits there and he sees this guy not working hard, how long do you think it's going to be before the first guy says, well, I don't have to do any work either. I'll just sit here. You can't say that's a reason to not let somebody be police chief. Um, And anytime I've called the local police, they've been there for me. So anyways, that's what I was ranting and raving and carrying on about and this whole thing about child support enforcement. They're gonna enforce this, but I was basically told that the laws I wanted enforced were not important enough. Stealing is stealing. Breaking the law is breaking the law. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. If you don't like it, fuck you. Yeah, Just can't be the quaint, quiet little sweetheart I used to be. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. I wish I could get along with everyone. I wish I, I wish I had my fucking dog, 'cause I always got along with her. But these people lie to me, and then you know he insults me by saying, "Well, I have more important things to worry about than stolen weed whackers." Well, were you listening? Because I said there was a lot more shit than that stolen. I, never even, I don't even know if I even mentioned the Weed Whacker. Oh, the the five pound spools of Weed Whacker string that they went through like two or three a month of. Because he was using it. He was, he was putting in a pay order. The Weed Whacker string would come in. He would use it at his side job at home and then order more for the behalf of the village. That's where the prosecutor got the weed whackers from. But it was a lot more than weed whackers. There was also the thing the State of Ohio auditors overlooked about uh, this councilman, former village employee, taking kickbacks from companies that make headstones headstones. Memorial, they call them memorials now, but they're headstones. Or gravestones. The the stone that sits at the head of the grave and says, you know, John Morrow was murdered because he told on too many commissioners and sheriffs and strip club owners and prostitutes and county commissioners. I think I already said that. County prosecutors. Well, it's true. fucking happened. Bring it. I'll take a lie detector test as long as you sit next to me and take one too. Cause I got big mine are big and they're made of brass. you can figure out which part of the male anatomy I'm talking about. So thats in a weird owl. We I need to laugh. Let's get weird owl back on. <laughs> Get back all the jobs we lost. Or should we say that I've won a million Etsy shops? My economic plan, my great one trillion dollars in economic growth, has no intention of making it better. Thank <laughs> you. the raid on Mar-a-Lago Mar-a-Lago Trump's crib he got a bump in the polls this is from thedailymail.com Trump gets a 10 point bump among Republicans after Mar-a-Lago raid to take a 40 point lead over Florida Governor DeSantis among GOP primary voters. <laughs> <coughs> Among GOP primary voters. The harder they try to bring this man down. The more popular Trump gets. I don't know what they're going to do. They're trying to. Go with this. Uh, Well, this is what they're trying. Uh, I was watching Viva Fry. Fry is spelled F R E I. Viva Fry. And he was saying, um, and he had uh, somebody named Barnes, an attorney named Barnes on his show. Not part of Barnes and Noble. In case you didn't know, Barnes is all right, but that Noble is a vindictive son of a bitch. I'm kidding. So anyways, Viva Fry and Attorney Barnes were talking, and this whole uh, out-to-get-Trump bit is part of a a treason act that would make it uh, illegal for Trump to seek political office again. This is dangerous, folks. You're playing with somebody's life. Yeah, Trump is in his 70s, he could retire, he's a billionaire, his kids uh, are running his businesses and he's still reaping the rewards, but at the end of the day, if they take these Trump, (laughs) no pun intended, trumped up charges and ram them through some jury and he somehow gets convicted, you're talking about putting an elderly man in jail or the possibility of the death penalty just to keep him out of office because some, because he tells the truth about the government and he wants to break up some of these sacred cow institutions uh and government bureaucracies that dominate and, and ruin lives. But the more they run him down, the more popular he gets because we've been lied to so many times and cheated and bamboozled and run amok by our own government. I just ranted for an hour about such things and that's in a couple tiny counties in Ohio and West Virginia for crying out loud. Now, look, I don't understand what people in our government have against Donald Trump did so bad. I was not for Trump at first. But I, I got awakened. And I listened to what he said instead of what the media said about him. You try to listen to what Joe Biden says and you lose IQ points. But... Trump: what, what, what does our government the American government, the FBI, the CIA, the, the milit- well I should say the military, but the Pentagon have against world peace and economic prosperity? Because that's what we had under Donald Trump. And I think the American people want it back. Economic prosperity and world peace. Not sending ammunition to the Ukraine, not or pardon me, Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. Uh, not sending weapons to Ukraine. None of this nonsense that our government's doing. The American people don't want high inflation, even though it it, it went, it did not go up last month. One thing Joe Biden was able to explain was. The cost of some things went up, but the cost of other things went down. So, yay, we had zero inflation last month. It's still higher than it was a few years ago. Uh, And I've gone over and over again, the Inflation Reduction Act, that he said, now if we just pass that Inflation Reduction Act, we'll really reduce inflation. It won't just be zero, it'll go down. No, there was nothing in the Inflation Reduction Act that would help reduce inflation. The Congressional Budget Office said so. So anyways, but the point is, they, they attacked Donald Trump literally with FBI search warrants and his popularity goes up. 10 point bump in the polls Trump 2024 unless they assassinate him which is going to be the next step I fear my words God bless you all pray for each other pray for the commissioners the strippers the prosecutors the prostitutes the sheriffs the thieves everybody Pray for each other, love somebody today, and be the reason somebody feels loved. God bless you. Talk to you next time. That was really <laughs> <yeah. laughs>